Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, and I'm joined with the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs. Uh, this week's show is all about free agency signings by the Chiefs and the players that we've now let go. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? How's things? I'm doing well. I'm at a crossroads at the moment. It, what's this? Is, th- is this like a crossroads of Chiefs related, or is it a life crossroads? Well, it's definitely life, because every now and then a man has to make a decision Ooh, and yeah. and it's an important decision as well Let yeah me like, give you is a it, backstory. Is it netflix or amazon prime which we which one it's, do you choose it is tv related but is it's it? bigger than that so <gasps> i got home f- from work on friday mm. and amy my better half come up to me she goes tom 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 i went what's wrong the kids are right and she went yeah yeah they're fine don't worry about them <laughs> the what <laughs> the who <laughs> The TV's broken. <gasps> no, wait. It could yeah. have been worse. It could have been worse. It I could don't have been see mid-season. how. Yeah, the TV is broken. So the big telly from the front room is dead. Oh. So all weekend, I've put up with a, a twenty-three inch TV, which has been okay. Like I've watched a film on it. I've watched a couple of football matches, and it's been okay. But obviously. That is not a long-term viable option. And we are talking like first world problems here. Like I (laughs) obviously lead a privileged life if this is the biggest problem. But now I've got a really important decision to make. All right. What TV do I buy next? How big (sighs) is it? What mod cons does it need to have? What apps does it need to have? Does it need to be smart? Does it need to be round? Does it need to be 4K ready? Does it need to have an amber light? What do I do? How do I make this decision? Or does it need to be curved? Exactly. How much money do I spend on it? Oh, man. You've got a prime opportunity. You've got a prime opportunity of getting the best TV you could possibly could buy. Exactly. I don't know what to do. Like, Amy's, like, quite annoyed because we've got to spend money on a TV. But secretly, I'm like, yes, thank God it broke. I get to buy a new one. (laughs) We've had it five years now. It's not a smart TV. It doesn't do anything special. It's just a screen. So what, what do I do? I will give updates on this because it's a huge decision I need to make you've got to go 50 inch I wish I'd gone 50 inch every inch does count it I does am count, forever yeah. hearing that so, at least 50 inch let's say yeah yeah well at the moment while well, it was a 43 inch and so you know 7 inches is a lot trust me it is and so maybe I'll go off and buy a 50 inch TV but I will let you guys know because everyone's, yeah. everyone wants to know about other people's TVs Definitely. Not, f- not their fantasy teams, but definitely about their TVs. How big's your TV, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I tell you what, mate, it could have been a whole lot worse. It could have been watching, I don't know. Can you imagine if it was like Chiefs in the Super Bowl and it just goes off? Yeah. Luckily, it was like CBBS and Henry was watching something, so yeah. I don't really care that much. But Fourth quarter, <laughs> fourth quarter, four minutes left. 
Chiefs 28, 28. And it goes off. Oh, my word. You'd be sprinting down to that pub, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> In a I, rage. Hope it goes, I hope it goes well for you, mate. Thank you. Well, I've got five months until the NFL season starts or preseason starts, so I've got five months to sort it out. Yeah, don't rush into it. Yeah, no, it's going to be an, it's going to be an informed decision. Look, You've got a classic, like a lifelong commitment, like, you know, exactly. choosing a girlfriend or whatever, you know. Exactly. This TV is going to be with me for the next five or six years at least, so... Yeah, it's it's a big old decision to make. So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll keep I'll keep everyone posted. If anyone has any suggestions for TVs, then please let me know. Do you know what the worst thing is as well? We had a TV once that broke, and I said, "Oh, babe, we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get a new TV." Damn it, you know, <laughs> put laying it on thick, you know. Anyway, came on one one day, and uh, her dad had fixed it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, all right. It's fixed. I was like, great. <laughs> Did you accidentally walk past the next time and like spill a black current over it or something like that? <laughs> oh no, it's broken again. Oh, it's broken again. How's your luck? <laughs> oh, he fixes everything. My oh, father-in-law no. fixes everything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was a bit gutted. I had to wait a bit longer, and then it no. conked out again. I was like, right, I'm going to swap it now before he comes to get prepared to change it. <laughs> get it down the tip yeah. as quickly as possible. Yeah. Oh well, that's that done for straight out the door. Yeah, <laughs> love, it. Love, it. <laughs> love it, mate, love it. Um, anyway, let's talk a bit of Chiefs football, shall we? Let's because do it. Let's um, do it. That's why we're here. It's we're going to be talking week. a lot about because yeah, the last what seven days have just been erupting all over all over the kingdom basically mm-hmm. um but one thing i want to get out the way first is um we want to address the situation that came to light recently in the press about tyreek hill being under, under investigation mm. regarding the alleged child abuse on his own son mm. uh now regardless of what we all think of this and what we all believe on this um it's far too soon to discuss anything about this story without any further Mm. information so we won't be talking about it in this podcast but as soon as more news becomes available and we know what the situation is in its full entirety we will certainly let you know our thoughts on it in a future podcast Um, we will address this issue by not addressing it at all exactly exactly Mm. so um however we do hope that whatever's happened or hasn't happened we hope that tyree hillson's uh in good health yeah. So, um, yeah, which is the most important thing here? It is definitely, yeah, um, yeah. But we won't go into it. <laughs> we won't go into it just yet. Uh, this, this, I mean, social media just erupted with that story, didn't it? From all walks of life. So, um, a lot of a uh, lot of tension, shall we say? So let's just leave it at that. Not talk about it, and let's move on to the Chiefs in free agency. So let's talk about the outs first. No. Do you not no, want to talk about the outs? No, I want to talk about the in that happened today. You want to talk about the in first? The in that happened today. Okay, let's do the in. It's then. the most recent news that it's happened. It's your show, Tom. It's my show today. <laughs> I want to talk about Bashard Breland finally being a Kansas City Chief. Because what the news broke about three hours ago, after he sent a little tease out on Twitter this morning, and the Chiefs have signed him to a one-year, $5 million incentive-laden deal... And it is a brilliant bit of business by Brett Veach and Co. Five million is is. brilliant. 
It really is because the guy is on a one-year deal. He's going to be in a contract year. And we all know what players play like in contract years. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs obviously like him because they tried getting him last summer. Do you remember that his visit to Kansas City last year? He was there for about three days, bought a house, sold it again, got a <laughs> wife, sold her again. Like He did all sorts in those three days, but yeah. he didn't sign with the Chiefs. He, I'm pretty sure he took the playbook with him, I am, and sold it on to other teams as well. That's, that's the reason why Bob Sutton sucked last year. That's what, that's what I'm sure anyway. Are you backing um, Bob Sutton now? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was all Bashar Brigham's fault. But the Chiefs have got a player that they can stick in and compete with the starters straight away. Yeah. To make a claim and hold down a corner spot going in, whether it's the nickel pack, nickel corner, the inside corner, the outside corner. They've got a player there that obviously a lot of people rate the Packers fans and the Packers organization obviously rate him they try to get him back but they're good and he's gone yeah. Yeah, they would be they, they, apparently in these seven games that he played last year he was outstanding and at PFF rank him as like the second best corner in that seven game stretch with corners that faced 100 snaps minimum so there's a lot to like about this this move and I'm, I'm happy that she's got a corner in free agency because we were looking a tad light yeah. like two days ago going into the draft we were, it looked like we were going to be relying on young talent to come in and save us but um, obviously not with the way Veach has gone about going after corners he went after Derby that obviously fell through and he's gone after Breland and there's rumours that Denard is still in town on a visit so there's every yeah. opportunity we might get him as well So what was it you said on your tweet it was something like he put up um, Breland put up 21-21 didn't he and then like a little emoji that was had his finger on his chin thinking hmm well 21's the number that Denard wore in Cincinnati yeah so that, that's the only connection I made um, I, I can't tell you who wore 21 in Kansas where's Kansas City in the moment um, it might, actually it might be Eric Murray thinking about uh, it right. um, so he could be right. buying the number potentially why would Breland? you do that though on a one year deal I don't know Breland I, I think Breland tends to go for 26 and that's been his number in the past but I think that's Damien Williams that has 26 now yeah. so I, I don't know I, maybe I'm just reading into it a little bit too much but a lot of people read into his tweet this morning when he was talking about barbecue hmm. everyone linked it to Kansas City because he was talking about barbecue and those people were right so maybe I'm right maybe he, we are getting denied as well and all of a sudden we're going to have a a cornerback stable of Kendall Fuller, Charveris Ward, Bashar Breland, yeah. and Darquez Denard. And you, if we've got that, you have to be happy going into the draft because they will add a couple of corners there as well. Yeah. And you're looking at a group that went from a position of weakness to a position of strength in this in the space of two or three weeks. Yeah, I love the fact that when he tweeted that out, that he was fancying a bit of barbecue or something. There was all these other states they were all saying oh he's coming to us because of the barbecue yeah. and like uh, every Chiefs fan knew he's coming he's coming to Kansas City <laughs> yeah forget about your New York barbecues and your you know your Dallas barbecues all that kind of thing definitely Kansas City barbecues so everybody knew exactly where he was going um so yeah welcome welcome signing definitely needed um, yeah. especially to steady the ship as well because um there was a <laughs> there was quite a few voids to fill wasn't there mm-hmm. but uh we'll carry on with the inns uh, the big one was Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy we got him. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that we were going to get Earl Thomas, and there was a there was something linked that we were in the mix for him, but yeah. he went to Baltimore in the end for more money. But his loss. Um, but Tyron Matthew, he's come into this already, bringing that kind of leadership quality 
I love the guy. Oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? I mean, just the way he handled his press conference and everything. I'm just so excited. And he's very active on social media. There's a lot of fans already connecting with him already. He just <laughs> seems to fit, doesn't he? He's a perfect fit. You do love a player that's active on social media. I do. Yeah. It doesn't matter what he plays like on the field, but if he's active on social media, then <laughs> he's got your vote, hasn't he? Yes. No, Honey Badger's just the guy. He's just an emotional leader. He plays with a physicality that's way above his size. He's agile. He gets across the field. He can cover everywhere. I saw something that he played in like eight different defensive positions last year including lining up at, as nose tackle whether he was standing up or not I'm not too sure but <laughs> uh, nonetheless he's he is a big game player and someone that the Chiefs want to lead their team I remember a yeah. play of his a few years ago when he chased down a player when everyone else gave up and he chased down a player and punched the ball out just before the end zone and Arizona ended up getting a touchback and he's just been a playmaker since he got into the league okay he's had his injuries but when he's been healthy he's been very good some people say we overpaid for him I don't think so I think the safety market last year was a bit of an outlier I don't mm. I don't see that I didn't see that becoming the trend and so be it Landon Collins obviously set the market early on with his huge deal with Redskins and the Chiefs paid for a guy that they thought was worth it like you yeah. mentioned Earl Thomas earlier there was reports coming out today that Earl Thomas was seconds if not minutes away from signing a deal with the Chiefs but then the Ravens come in and Gazumped the Chiefs and um, doubled the, the offer that the, the Chiefs were going to put in. But imagine that. Imagine if we had Earl Thomas and Tyron Matthew oh, in at safety. Like, you might as well hand us the Super Bowl ring right now, to be honest, <laughs> if that's the case. But what it does show is that the Chiefs are looking to add strength to the secondary. Yeah, um, They've done that by letting go some pass rushes and I'm sure we get onto that yeah. but Spagnuolo's defense obviously sees the key and the strength in it needs to be the secondary because if the secondary holds up then the pass rush will get home Yeah. so there is a lot of investment going into it and I don't think Veach is done yet but I, I love the move I do I do I've, I'm all over Tyrone Matthew becoming a chief I might get his jersey I might not don't do that whenever we do that I've got a lot of jerseys now that I've got all former players <laughs> really? uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got Pe- I've got a Peters one, a Charles one, a Berry one. Um, what else have I got? I can't remember S- the other one. A Smith. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> after the, after the, the crap I used to give him, <laughs> I do have a signed helmet from him, so I've kept that in the man cave. So okay. I do I do respect the guy. I really do. Um, anyway, swiftly moving on. <laughs> I think the only two jerseys I've got now that are players that still play for the Chiefs yeah. or active players rather are Travis Kelsey, yeah, and a fake China version of um, Dustin Colquitt jersey. I got I won spelt wrong as well. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Ball quit. it's actually in Chinese symbols. <laughs> it might in fact just order chicken chow mein, I'm not too sure. <laughs> and then number you got sweet and, and sour yeah, sweet and sour written on your back. Two of them. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too sure. But I won it as a fantasy prize a few years ago and my tight friends, instead of chipping in and getting me an actual cold quit jersey, oh. they went onto the internet and got a fourteen dollar version from from China. <laughs> that says chicken chow mein or sweet and sour chicken balls I'm, I'm not too sure <laughs> if it's from your mates I think it might be something worse than that yeah I really do <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> um, right the, the the other signing that I was quite impressed with 
uh, was uh, a defensive end. We needed a defensive end, obviously, in Alex Okafor. Okafor, mm. is that I'm saying it right? Yeah. Um, he looks he looks decent on film. I think uh, that's <laughs> such, <laughs> such conviction there. <laughs> yeah, I, I must admit, I was like, okay, I'll Google that name. <laughs> 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 I did that with another one as well, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, from what I could see, he looks a decent, you know, edge rusher. Um, yeah. He looks, he looks though like he brings a lot of pressure to the quarterback. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I welcome this move. I think he's one of the starters in there. De- clearly going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, what else can you say about it? Really, it was a desperate need. Yeah, and I don't think the the Chiefs overpaid for a guy like the first thing I do whenever we sign someone is look for someone else's opinion because um, my opinion counts for nothing and so I went especially with defensive players I always go to Craig Stout of Arrowhead Pride and then Seth from Athletic and both of them seemed really high on the guy They, they both said that he's going to be a contributor and performs at a high end consistently not like high end to the point where D Ford played last year because mm. Deep Ford like although we got rid of him had an outstanding season last year so Okafor won't play to that level but he's been consistently playing well for two or three years now why the Saints got rid of him I, I'm not too sure but mm. it seems like it's going to be a good fit in this defence um, more of a run stuffer which we do need because we got ran on all playoffs all oh, season God, yeah. basically we've been run on for about two or three years now yeah. and so if we're going to have a guy at the edge that can set edges better than D Ford and can become more of a run stuffer, then hopefully we'll be able to scheme some pass rush around that with stunts and twists and whatnot. So um, we'll see what he's going to be like, but I'm I'm okay with it. I'm looking at the defense now, and there's no glaring holes like there was two or three weeks ago. Because no. two or three weeks ago, we we kind of knew that D Ford and Justin Houston was one, if not both of them, were going to go. We had an inkling that. Eric Berry was going to go and we obviously worried about the corner so we're looking at this defence and we're thinking Christ we've got a lot of holes to fill and we can't fill those holes throughout the draft mm-hmm. we just can't it's impossible you can't fill four or five spots with the draft because you're not going to hit on four or five if you're if that's your aim you're going to miss and you're going to have players there that are going to be a liability because yeah. they're rookies they're going to be third round, fourth round rookies. You can't expect them to come in day one and perform. Exactly. But now you look at the team and you've got, you've got on the defensive line, you've got Okafor, then Chris Jones and Naddy and Williams, and then Breeden Speaks on the other end. And then That's the, not bad, is it? It's not awful. It's, it's, no. it's certainly serviceable. And then you can probably add in a first round pick because I think that's where the Chiefs will probably go in the first rounders on the D-line. And then in the, the linebackers, you've got Hitchens, Raglan, Dorina Daniel. You've got... Damian Wilson, who we'll talk about in a second. And yeah. in the secondary, you've got Matthew, Watts, Murray, um, Breland, Fuller, Ward, and Traymond Smith. And then you can get to add a couple of rookies to it. So the defense is in better shape than it was two weeks ago. And I, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, it's going to be middle of the road defense or it's going to be top 10 defense. But at the moment, you have to say that on paper, it certainly looks better than what we had it looks like we've got value, doesn't it? Yeah, we've it definitely does. got value out of the, these signings because um, I mean that was the whole key around it anyway, wasn't it? Why, why we got rid of who we actually got rid of, mm-hmm. um, and the next signing that we're talking about, Damian Williams, 
Uh, Damien Williams. Damien Wilson. I've got yeah. Damien Williams on the brain here. Now, this was a guy I'd never heard of. I'm not going to I Googled him as well. Yeah, I Googled him. I was like, Damien Wilson. I'm not going to pretend that I am I know of him on Twitter like I normally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight, straight <laughs> I'm going to YouTube. Google it. Yeah, straight away. Um, again, it's just another value kind of signing, isn't it, to, yeah, to, to fill that small, hole? A small um, deal. Um, something yeah. that we can just deal with for a year or two like the Chiefs are setting up their roster to pay Mahomes that's what they're doing because they know they're going to have to give Mahomes the biggest contract in NFL history and what they're trying to do is create as much cap space as possible and get as much draft capital as possible so they can go younger and just build around Mahomes and that's the way to do it that's why they're not overpaying for anyone Yeah, that's why the likes of Alex Okafor on a 5 million a year deal yeah. Or Breland on a five million year deal was okay. I'd sooner have them two on ten million than have D Ford for fourteen. Do you know? Just going back to what you said there about Patrick Mahomes, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if he just goes. Do you know what? I'm going to take a Tom Brady type of deal. No, I I, I can't see it myself. I think I can. I think he's all about the team. I do, but I've, a lot of players are all about the team, but they still need to get paid. Okay, if if he becomes the most endorsed athlete in NFL history, then potentially you could see that but he needs to look after number one first mm-hmm. and he needs to get himself paid and get the deal that he deserves whether that's a five-year 150 million dollar deal or a six-year 200 million dollar deal i'm not too sure obviously the guaranteed money will be everything yeah. in this deal but i think he will get it when he gets it i'm not too sure um there's talks about him getting it at the end of next year which seems mm. crazy because we still has he have his rights for the next three years. So I'm not definitely sure, want to lock they, him down, though, don't they? The Chiefs are setting up to pay Mahomes, yeah. and you can tell that's the way they're going by the way they've handled this this free agency with with getting rid of Berry, with getting rid of Ford, Houston, these big long term mm. contracts for non quarterbacks. They're just getting rid of them and setting themselves up to to get value from their team and to pay Patrick Mahomes as much money as physically possible yeah well it's not uh, it's not all been uh, you know glitz and glamour on the defensive side because we've actually got a an offensive side player signed in uh, Carlos Hyde I Running completely back. forgot about that yeah Carlos Hyde because <laughs> it, it happens it happened like what a week ago and it, yeah. a lot has happened since yeah. then when, when, when was the last time we recorded what year was it <laughs> Wasn't it 2011 or something it like that? It does feel like a long time, it really does. But um, Carlos Hyde, when I first woke up to the news of that, I thought, do you know what, that's not a bad sign in that. I love it. Yeah, because the problem we had last time was third down backs, wasn't it? Trying to punch a hole through and, and make something of it and get the running game going. And it, it was proven in that, it, it was definitely proven in that in the Patriots game. Mm. But I think Carlos Hyde's that kind of player that we just go, here you go, mate, just make a hole. Just I go love for the- it. I love the way he runs. He's yeah. so aggressive. He's so um, head, fast head down straight in, yeah, yeah, and just runs at the gaps so fast, and so, he's so convincing. And I, I love him. I've always been a fan of Carlos Hyde. Um, I don't want to sound like one of those guys. Oh yeah, I've always loved him. Yeah, you know, I, I prefer Green Day's music before American Idiot. One of those, one of those guys. But you know, you know what I mean. Ah, uh, uh, all those players that signed yeah. and go. I've always dreamt of being a, you yeah. know, a whatever team. Yeah. <laughs> Kings of Leon were much better before Sex and Fire. Before they went all commercial. Oh, yeah. don't you start with that? <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, they went all commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they sold out, God yeah. bless. Sold out. Yeah. 
give me Molly's chambers any day over <laughs> Sex on Fire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I did really rate Carlos Hyde, and I still do. Um, he obviously wasn't particularly great last year in mm. Cleveland, but Cleveland have got so many running backs, he didn't really get the chance. And obviously, they traded into the Jags, but the Jags don't count as an offensive team. What they were doing last year doesn't count at all. So yeah, he gets a fresh start. He gets Andy Reid. He gets Damian Williams. Um, hopefully Daryl Williams and he gets a half decent offensive line to play behind so yeah I'm all over the Carlos Hyde pick yeah. okay it would have been nice to get Lovey on Bell um, but that obviously didn't happen and so yeah I, I'm okay with Carlos Hyde and Damian Williams as our two running backs going into the season yeah I was going to mention another signing that we had but um, a lot of people were like who? <laughs> Harold Jones Quarte who? Harold Jones Quarte 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 I don't yeah, know. Should, should we talk about Eric Berry? Defensive back. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the outs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah somber time, wasn't it? This uh, this has probably been one of the toughest weeks as a Chiefs fan. The last time I remember being so sad and demoralised and everything like that was when Jamal Charles was cut. Mm-hmm. And we had a double, double whammy this week, didn't we? We had uh, Justin Houston went... Um, which we all thought, do you know what? Yeah, okay, we'll keep D Ford, and then D Ford went. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> Hello, um, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, surely it can't get any worse. We've yeah. just got, we've just got Tyron Matthew and Eric Berry in safety. Yes. Yeah. And then Eric Berry gets cut. <laughs> we're like, what's going on? Do, do you remember the Jamal Charles cutting? Because I'm pretty sure they announced that Jamal Charles got cut, and then uh, like an hour later. Eric Berry. Berry got Eric Berry got his monster deal, yeah. and then only played four games after that. Like, <laughs> it is mad, really, isn't it? When you think about it like that, um, uh, there was a little bit of hope there that they were going to pair Matthew and Berry. Um, yeah. I got sucked in a little bit by it, but then logic prevailed, and ultimately, just it, knew, was, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And I hate saying it because Eric Berry is a legend. He's definitely a Chiefs Ring of Honor player. Yeah. If he goes on to play some more and gets himself a ring, you could argue that he's a Hall of Famer. You, yeah. You. I don't think he's there yet, but if certainly if El Thomas gets in, then Eric Berry's going to have a case if he goes on to get a ring. And I think he will carry on playing. I'm hoping so anyway. But I. I, I don't know. What was your favorite Eric Berry moment? There's, there's so many, but what was yours? There is so many. Um, I, it's got to be Atlanta, hasn't it? It really I does. Think, I think the Atlanta, um, the, was it the pick six and the pick two? Um, yeah. was just a, an amazing moment, and he shared it with his mum, handing the ball to her and everything mm-hmm. like that. And it was just, it was one of those moments when they were like, that guy's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy so much. Um, but I, I also have quite a fond memory of him uh, taking care of um, Gronkowski in that that. Week one game against the Patriots, the the, in, the injury game, the injury game, yeah, yeah. Um, before he actually got injured, but um, he was all over Gronkowski, and I thought, do you know he's he's, he's class act that guy, but mm. yeah, it was it proved to be one of the very few remaining games that we were going to see him in a jersey, but because um, the yeah. guy that come back last year was a shadow of him for of his former self, you could tell that yeah, he wasn't yeah. Eric Berry. That 2016 season was insane. I I've never seen a defensive back play to as high a level as Eric Berry played yeah. that particular season um, people say oh that's hyperbole I don't think it was Eric Berry played at an insane level that year yeah. and that that Atlanta game just epitomised what he was about that year um, You to see a safety 
completely turn a game round by on its head by himself with two plays. Yeah. Like normally you see a defensive player turn around a game with one play, but he's done it with two particular plays. The the guy scored eight points. A defensive player scored eight points in one game. So it's just it was unreal and unfortunately he never got back to that level last year. Um he obviously earned the contract that he got, but that contract is the reason why he's no longer a chief because if yeah. he, I'm sure if he was on a cheaper deal the Chiefs would it would be worth the risk but the way it is the way the caps work and the way the Chiefs are trying to create space going forward it was just a no-brainer they had they had to do away with Eric Berry mm-hmm. and hope, hope he gets a gig elsewhere but we're, we're, we have to wait and see I'd like to say I'm surprised that he's not being at least you know our team's not at least kicking the tyres on him but when you look at the deal that he was on and the injuries that he's had you know, is a team just going to stay clear of Eric Berry? Is it is it something that Berry needs to think about seriously now? Of maybe maybe hanging up the cleats. I mean, he's only what twenty nine? Is he thirty? Yeah, it depends. I suppose it depends on how much he's willing to pay for a uh, play for. Yeah. If because he's not going to get Tyron Matthew money, he probably won't even get half of what Matthew's going to be getting this year because mm-hmm. of the injury history. Um, but if he's willing to play for that, there's still a lot of safeties left on the market. There's still a lot of players left on the market as well so we're coming into like the secondary free agency season now where players will sit there and the deals will become cheaper so we'll see what happens with the safety market but I think there's a desire there to play still I hope there's a desire there to play as long as he doesn't join an AFC West team which I'm sure he won't mm-hmm. um, as long as he if he can move out the AFC even better I would like for him and Justin Houston to go to Atlanta together to be honest because they're both Atlanta guys well Eric Berry's obviously from Atlanta Justin Houston's a Georgia Bulldog so mm. it'd be nice if them two can go that way and play together in Atlanta and go ring chasing there and maybe have a bit more success than Tony Gonzalez did yeah, finish their careers out there. Yeah, no, that mm. sounds good. Yeah, it gives them the respect that they deserve, I suppose. Um, mm. The thing is with Justin Houston, you you still believe that he's got he's got something in him because of that season oh, he, he had last year was was phenomenal. Yeah, he, he has, and he is going to be a contributor wherever he goes. He's going to get paid a decent contract, but unfortunately, the Chiefs just cannot couldn't afford to carry a twenty one million dollar cap hit number into yeah. this season and that's why they got rid of Ford as well yeah, um, I was going to pref- ask about Ford actually because um, he's the other big name that we had that we thought we were all going to keep yeah but um, clearly not there was a there was a good good deal for him with, um, with the 49ers so yeah, he's well, out there now the Chiefs were never going to pay D Ford the deal no the 49ers paid him and so he was gone next year regardless and so the, the Chiefs decided to sell high and you can't really blame them the second round pick isn't awful Obviously, now we're rooting for the 49ers to suck next year. Mm. Um, and hopefully they do. Um, but, <laughs> well, we want a higher pick, don't we? So, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 we're being do. selfish yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> if, if the 49ers could just go 2-14, and 14, that would be lovely. Um, <laughs> well, it would be nice if we got their second round pick this year because it would have been the second pick in the second round, which would have, would have meant we'd have, what, two picks in the space of five. So that would have been lovely jubbly, but... It wasn't to be. You're just um, thinking about your GM uh, position, you aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to the draft now. Yeah, although, I am. Although yeah. I don't know anything about any players yet, um, I am actually looking forward to it. Oh, I've been compiling a list, but you'll have oh. to hear that list later really? on <laughs> <laughs> in another podcast. <laughs> Wowing <Well, laughs> you all. 
I bet you're just like full of like wide receivers and tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> and then everything on every every explanation afterwards would be like, "He looked good on YouTube." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At four minutes and twelve seconds of this amateur-made YouTube video, he made a one-handed catch in front of a cheerleader, <laughs> and they replayed it over like five times over the four minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in different angles. <laughs> He's also a really good follow on social media. <laughs> he talks a lot. Yeah, he talks a lot. <laughs> that's my analysis that's I, my kind of fan based analysis I can't wait to hear it I'm not going to lie you're going to have we're going to sit here we're going to have Dave talking about X's and O's and scheme fits and attributes and everything you know, I'm going you, cross-eyed thinking you, what the hell is he on about he's got 114,000 followers on Twitter that's why I'm on him <laughs> so it must be good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway 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 Drafts another another show, mate. We're jumping ahead there. Um, the other outs that we've got are um, where we heard today Spencer Ware is actually visiting the Detroit Lions, so that looks as though he could be heading over that mm-hmm. way. I hope he gets there because so do I. I think he needs to get into his you know his kind of um, you know starting running back position again because he was always going to get kind of swamped with the the younger guys that we've got in the team now and plus with the addition of, of Carlos Hyde you know Spencer mm-hmm. Ware was going to be fighting a lot to uh, to get that starting position but do you think do you think that's a right move for him Detroit Lions yeah they they're not going to be anywhere near the no <laughs> we've got to play the Lions next year but the Lions have never been renowned for a running being no. a good running team since Barry Sanders left they've basically yeah. had no running backs whatsoever and they well, they had the longest streak without a hundred yard game yeah. going into last season. So well, they've got they, a good one now if they get him. Yeah, I, I hope he has some success. I think he will. He's got a level head. He, the attitude seems to be right. Um he he was a, a a perfect professional last year. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for Spencer Ware. I think we have upgraded with Carlos Hyde. Yeah. And so it'd be it'd be good if Spencer Ware can get some snaps yeah. elsewhere. The other one is uh, Chris Conley signed with the Jags. I was I was a bit disappointed by this because I still think that Chris Conley could have had another year in him to to at least try something. But he he wasn't really the same since he did he had his was it an Achilles injuries that he, injury that he had when he um who was it against again? Uh, I can't remember who was it against. I think it might have been the Texans maybe. That might have been something like that. Yeah, when he he recovered um, an onside kick didn't he or something? Mm. Um, and he hasn't really been the same. And plus, the amount of players that we've got in there now. I mean, we signed Sammy Courts. Uh, that's another one we haven't put in. Sammy Courts. Yeah, that's totally camp, forgot. Camp body. <laughs> camp body. body camp. Yeah. Um, but then you got Demarcus Robinson still there, who I really like. Um, yeah, got I mean, is, what is Kelvin Benjamin there as well? Yeah. Still? No, ben, Benjamin's Benjamin's gone. But obviously, gone. we've got still got. Dieter, uh Robinson, Watkins. Obviously, we've got to wait and see what happens with Hill. But there is yeah. there is a, a some depth required there at wide receiver. In regards to Connolly, I wasn't particularly bothered. I don't feel like he's ever lived up to the potential that he had or the hype had, that was given to him when he came out of right. college. Yeah. Um, but or or did he? Was he just overhyped by Chiefs fans because he played quite well for Georgia back in college I, I'm not too sure we're, we're see, he's going to Jacks, Jacksonville now who don't have many good wide receivers They've got, he's going to have a quarterback that likes to sling it a little bit like yeah. a bit like Patrick Mahomes I suppose you could 
make slight comparisons with Nick Foles. Maybe, please don't come at me on Twitter for that. <laughs> um, right, we're shutting this podcast yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's ridiculous. Chris Conley might have a good career. I'm not. I'm not too sure. Maybe. I hope so for his sake because he's a nice guy. He's a good follower on Twitter. See our analysis again. Um, he loves Star Wars, <laughs> so he he fits right in with me. To be honest, <laughs> he just didn't live up to his hype. Yeah. Not his own hype, your hype, everyone else's hype. Yeah. Because you never saw him hype himself up. Oh, All no, the definitely hype, not. All no. the hype come from the Chiefs fans, let's let's be clear. So it's, it's, no, one it's, of those, it's not his it, fault he didn't live up to your expectations. No, it, it'll do a job, won't he? Yeah. I think, I think that's fair to say. He, he's one of those players that will work mm. and he will do a job. But natural talent, I don't know, is it is it safe to say that he didn't have pure natural talent that you would normally get from a wide receiver but he works hard hmm. um, I think that's fair. he's got strong, yeah. hands. strong hands strong hands and he's tall and he has a good reach and everything all that kind of thing yeah. I mean he had a he had a good combine yeah he did um, he but like you said he's... that was four or five years ago now so <laughs> a long time yeah. ago yeah. yeah exactly yeah um, <laughs> back when I was 27 I could do a, a 40 yard dash in five and a half seconds I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> And jump over a mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Mitch Morse has signed with the Bills. Um, yeah. Second highest paid centre in the league now. Yeah. Um, and I can see why why the Chiefs didn't really retain him, really, because um, he did used to get concussions a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Um, I think the Chiefs were happy with Austin Rhea. Because he came in and performed when Mitch Morse well. went there, yeah. and they got him on the cheap. Mitch Morse, if it wasn't for the concussions, the Chiefs would be paying. But the concussions meant that he they had to move on for him. Uh, the Bills are taking a risk by signing him to the deal that they have. They are trusting that he's not going to be getting any more concussions. They've yeah. given him ten million dollars a year. Um, he deserves it because he the talent is there. He's been a terrific player. And remember, this was a guy that when he got drafted by the Chiefs, everyone come out and slated the move, saying that we drafted him too early. Why have we taken a guard? Well, they they, they took this guard and converted him into a centre, mm-hmm. and he's become one of the best centres in the league. And I'm really happy for Mitch Morse to get the deal that he has. But I'm also really happy that the Chiefs have moved on from him and yeah. found a capable replacement on the cheap because that's three centres in a row now that the Chiefs have managed to to find on on the cheap. Obviously, they had Rodney Hudson. He performed really well, but then they got outpriced, and he went to the Raiders. They brought in Mitch Morse. Now, he performed really well, but again, they got outpriced, and he's moved on to the Bills, and it looks like their next guy is Austin Rita, and they're going to yeah. have him for two or three years on the cheap. Don't be surprised if they don't go and get another guard or center in this year's draft to try and see if they can be the next guy along but I think the Chief, it worked out for everyone the Chiefs got their guy and Mitch Morse got paid so yeah. it's everyone's happy in this this aspect more good future proofing by the Chiefs you think mm-hmm. yeah um, Stephen Nelson has signed with the Steelers eight and a half million dollars wow Stephen Nelson yeah we just got Bashar Breeland for five, five. million dollars <laughs> for a year on a prove it deal an incentive laden deal and the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers have given Stephen Nelson eight and a half million dollars. They robbed. They were robbed there, weren't they? Yeah, robbed. They were. Um, and I, 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 I don't mind Stephen Nelson, but I do feel like that he was saved by the fact that Orlando Scandrick was so bad. And then when Scandrick got dropped and Charvarius Ward come in and started playing well, then Stephen Nelson got found out yeah. later in the year. 
and that was the real Steven Nelson. It's nothing, not a slay against the guy because he seems like a decent dude, but he is not worth $8.5 million a year, no. and he has fleeced the Pittsburgh Steelers, and good on him for doing it. <laughs> good on him for doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we don't like the Steelers. No. Um, yeah, you might, you might want to sit down for this one, mate. Mate, I know basic, what's coming, basic, and I've already got the bottle of whiskey out. I'm so, <laughs> so sad. Bottle of whiskey out. I'm so sad about this next dude. Demetrius Harris is signed with the Browns. Instant Adam reaction, Schefter, mate. <laughs> Adam Schefter tweeted out. Did you see it? No, go on. Baker Mayfield gets another big red zone target. He gets a weapon. That was it. A big, yeah, weapon. Right. Weapon. So, by big red zone weapon, are they referring to his size or his ability? His stone hands. Because because they're weapons. In five seasons, Demetrius Harris, the big red zone weapon, <laughs> caught six touchdowns. Yeah. One of them was a dolly from Dantari Poe against the Broncos on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. I could have caught that one. Another one, Patrick Mahomes wedged in his chest against the Raiders last <laughs> Embedded year. Embedded it in there, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't give him a choice. He stabbed him with the ball. <laughs> You're catching that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think the other important catch he made, it might have been a two-point conversion he caught against the Broncos in that Sunday night football game. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. When it, but uh, in, general, in, in general, Stone Hands McGee, hasn't been Stop. a very good red zone target and he is now the Browns problem yeah. and I hate to be up on a guy but I just thought this guy outstayed his welcome and it's not his fault I thought Andy Reid kept him around for far too long it almost become a vanity project and it's become a vanity project for John Dorsey as well because he's brought him along to Cleveland he's yeah. the one that signed him originally and he obviously still feels their potential there he might come back and catch 10 touchdowns next year and then prove me wrong but I'm willing to bet that he doesn't mate how angry would you be you know that we all know how the Browns have been you know going out shopping and everything like that and getting yeah. all these mega stars how angry would you be if Demetrius Harris sat on the bench all season and managed to pick up a ring <laughs> uh, I think have I'd you be thought angry about that has it gone round your head yet I think I'd be angry at the fact that Browns have got a ring and the Chiefs haven't. I uh. think that's what I'd be mainly angry about. But yeah, nonetheless, Demetrius Harris is not. Oh God, no, he's not going to happen. I've put it's it in your head. I'm, the, like, I'm like, the Browns, oh. are, the Browns are still going to be the Browns. They've got some great players, but rookie head coach and that culture, they are going to be a good team. But I still don't think they're going to win the AFC North next year. They I still think. I still think the Steelers so are going to win it. They weren't so bad last year, though. That they weren't. Yeah, but that's just a an outlier they might they might turn it around okay they've signed a lot of good players and they are going to be an issue but they've still got that rookie head coach which yeah. is which is an issue um okay he was their offensive coordinator last year but that doesn't necessarily make him a great head coach so i i i'd like i want the browns to be good because they're the browns they remind me a lot of the chiefs and i'd like to see the chiefs do well i'd like to see the browns do well the jags the jets all these teams that have suffered for so so long Get rid of the likes of the Steelers, the Ravens, the Patriots, the Colts, and all that. They've had their time. Let this new wave of talent come in. Yeah. But right now, I don't buy into the Browns as much as everyone else does. I still think there's at least two or three, maybe four teams in the AFC that are better than the Cleveland Browns right now. Are you going to put a beer bet on this? 
what what what's the statement by you? <laughs> what do you mean? We, the, ten ten beers for the first <laughs> for the first few first ten people who. Yeah, but what's the, what's the statement? I, well, you're I, saying you're saying that the Browns I'm, are gonna. Are they, well, go on then. Are you gonna say that they're getting to the playoffs this year? I think they're going to get to the playoffs, but that's right. only because of how bad the AFC is. Okay, I don't think the Browns will be involved in divisional weekend. Really? Yeah. Okay. Despite everyone building them up as this potential AFC contender, and they the will bet? not be. Sorry. And what's we're, the bet? We're, we'll have a dinner bet on it. Me and you. <laughs> Me and you. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So you're not doing one where everybody else gets involved, where they all get a beer. No. No. Who would make those kind of bets? <laughs> Crazy, right? So, Crazy. are you having it? Do you reckon the Browns are, with all these signings they've made, they're going to be this early on back in the 18th of March? That this time next year we're going to talk about the Browns and how well they've done in the AFC playoffs? No, because I, I believe I believe what you're saying is right about the culture. <laughs> I, I seriously, I think that's what you're saying about the culture. That that yeah, they're okay. They've got all these players, but like you said, a rookie rookie coach and all that kind of thing. And uh, oh. I don't know. So, cheers. We just wasted three minutes talking did, about yeah. a potential we bet did. that you're not even going to take. That I'm not even going to back up now. <laughs> <laughs> but saying that, they they do have the potential to go on further. How so? Just just the, the signings that they've got. You know, they're going like the Golden State feel, Warriors. Is that right? Is that yeah, the right basketball I, I, team? <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're in win-now mode at the moment. When they don't really need to be. Yeah. Um, they have cap space, so that's why they're going out and spending it, obviously, Going out and splashing on Odell Beckham. Well, they've got the right GM for that, haven't they? But at the end of the day, when the game's on the line, Baker Mayfield is going to attempt to pass to Demetrius Harris, and he's going to drop it. So you think it's going to expose all these good players are going to expose the inabilities of Baker Mayfield? No, that's not what I said at all. Yeah, you did, right? We can, we can no, hack. I, can... <laughs> I, I said nothing like that whatsoever. You didn't I, have to. I, it's I'm just the way you said it. I'm trying to bash Demetrius Harris for one final time before I never have to talk about him again. And you're turning this into a I hate Baker Mayfield show. I don't. I love Baker Mayfield. I think he's so entertaining. I think he's a great guy and I think he's a great player. But he's going to be let down by Demetrius Harris when push comes to shove. Like right. we've been let down by Demetrius Harris time after time after time. Okay. I'm glad you cleared that up. Comprende? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are so. Don't, <laughs> don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think um, I want to end the show now. Yeah, I'm going to end no, the show. I'm going to. I'm going to. That's yep. it for this week's Arrowhead <laughs> Podcast. And from one kingdom to another, Brad's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>